All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to Vended Thoughts, episode eight. I am super excited to have on Matt from the Movers team. We're going to be talking a lot about Movers, but Matt, he's from Long Island. I met him a little while back, but they're doing some awesome stuff with Movers. Highly suggest you guys check them out all over the web, creating some awesome content. Matt, introduce yourself, uh, give your ads, and uh, yeah, we'll hop right into it. What is up, guys? Again, my name is Matt. Dom, thank you for having me on here, dude. I really love what you've been doing over the past couple of years. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot them with my ads first. And uh, I want to dive a little bit deeper into how we first got started. Um, you were there from pretty much day one, dude. It was, it was really cool. Very to, cool, yeah. I'm interested in your perspective year after year. We always end up relinking. I, I would say we've been on at least a once a year link. We, we exchange conversation. And, Absolutely. Yeah, each one of those conversations always are... Yo, where are you at? And I feel like we always blow each other's minds with where we're at. But um, <laughs> real quick, everyone can uh, they can hit up a link at um, our ads for movers is at movers underscore. That's movers with a Z uh, and then followed by an underscore at the end. That's where you'll see most of the stuff that um, we're coming out with now um, in terms of what movers is. Um, a little background of movers. I'll, I'll start with that real quick is we've grown into more of an entertainment conglomerate. That's, I finally boiled that word down, dude. It took years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because yeah. I always used to ask you, but I love that. Yeah. Keep going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's an entertainment conglomerate. You can find our, uh, we produce a lot of videos, uh, brand commercials for, for companies. Um, we produce our own skits, uh, now movies we've touched into, um, you know, in, in terms of another form of a conglomerate, we'll talk later about a music festival that we hosted. Um, and, um, yeah, any type of brand jingle and, just a very, very creative group. And, all about um, making moves. Yep. It's all about making moves. Yep. It all started with that name. I remember sitting in the basement. I was, I was with my cousin, uh, Ryan, who started uh, with it. And uh, we were sitting in the basement. And we love the idea of movements and how we just felt this energy to, to move, literally. And uh, we looked up movers with an S at the time. We are like, yo, this is perfect. And, of course, we look it up. And it's the biggest moving company in the world. <laughs> so we are like, all right. Um, <laughs> what, what inspired us was there was – I don't know if you remember this. Um, when I was in, like, I want to say high school, there was a, a thing called Lockers with a Z. I don't know if you ever remember I, that, I but... do remember. I don't remember you mentioned this, but I, I remember the company. They rewarded you. Yeah, yeah. They rewarded you for basically watching advertisements. And they were, like, one of the first ones, I feel like, to do it. And they, they you would be able to get, like, PS – I think threes at the time or like, you know, Xbox, you know, three sixties or something. I forget what, what years those were back then, but you know, they, yes. you would get points for signing in every day. You would get points for watching videos. You get points for liking and commenting. And it really started this whole, like, Hey, dive into this platform and you get rewarded for engaging. And, um, I just liked how it had a Z on it. So I was like, yo, like Brian, like, what about we just do movers with a Z? Like, that sounds sick. And so we look it up and it was, the domain definitely wasn't as much as movers.com, but it was, you know, 45 grand didn't scare us at the time. So we were like, all right, we're on the right track. So we, we reached out to them. We ended up not getting movers.com. We just went the .org route. And that also inspired us to create the nonprofit, which we're uh, a piece of us now, which is 501c3 status um, as of this year. And, um, you know, that we just we started from that. But that that's I the root that. of it. Yeah. That's the yeah. No, no, no. I love that because... Going back on the one thing, I love that you guys are a nonprofit because I came to that 
event that you guys had. And it was just so cool to see how many people you can bring together. You guys really make moves. And in those moves, you make connections. And I love having you on this podcast because hopefully there are connections that grow from this in some way, in some form that help you grow even more. But going back on the movers thing, I always, and I've, which I, I'm starting to think now, I think it's bad to say, but I've started 30 plus companies, some of which failed. And then, then, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to fail to succeed. The name in itself always takes like some amount of effort where it's always interesting because for you, that was easy. All right. You just said, let's do a Z. You wanted to do that. But for me, like sometimes I want to create a cool brand, but then I'm like, I don't have a name. Like I can't create this brand because I don't have a name. Like, and I just find (laughs) that such a crazy thing. And I'm sure people struggle out there. And that was my point with the names, but just move with what you can and, you know, change however you can just to get out there and start moving because and i say moving so much when i'm around you but it's so yep. funny because it just <laughs> relates <laughs> to <the> it <laughs> yeah that's that's my point i mean just just name your business for anyone listening get going make your moves but thank you for that introduction and i mean we're, we'll hop into the questions yeah. obviously i mean that was perfect but we got a lot of cool questions you've done a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. but one more thing actually before we hop right in I didn't put a question in the recent things that you've done. The two videos you created, one being the Island Grow, which I want to go visit them because that just looks like a cool place. <laughs> yeah. And the um, the nature, the good food place. I don't oh, know. Oh, Organic Corner. Yeah, Organic Corner, which is yeah. I think in Farmingdale, right? Uh, close, Massapequa. Okay, I think I've actually been there um, yeah. back in the day. But yeah, those two videos, man, inspired like – I don't know if the word is inspired, but motivated me to want to go to both those places because how well you shot them. So kudos to you guys, honestly. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, it, it's All just time. we've we've adapted into really a high a higher quality now. So you're hitting us at a, a perfect time. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. All right, let's hop right in. We got our first question here. Yeah. We met back when it was in its infancy. You said that, you know. As with any infant company, we're scattered. We're trying to figure out our market fit, trying to figure out where we can, you know, make our business go. You hit me up. We met, you know, friend of a friend, essentially. And um, it's crazy to see your progress now. And, you know, we can even talk about that because I think you guys are doing some awesome things. And you've told a little bit about the journey from then to now. What has it been? Pretty much five years? Yeah, just about. You you saw it in in its baby baby stages, man. That was I was there like the second yeah. weekend. I feel like <laughs> yeah, man. Literally, that was like the initial excitement hype mode, and like it was five. So I it was four years ago is when uh, that moment happened. Maybe three and a half. Um, I I had a year to myself after college, and then my cousin Ryan and my my partners uh, Ryan and Steve uh, graduated two thousand sixteen, and after that we. We sat down. We're like, "Yo, boys! Like, what do we want to do now? Like, we're free. Like, there's no class. There's no homework. Like, what do you want to do?" And at the time was right when Gary V was at his peak, and he he dropped the bomb of like, "Yo, you're you're one of four hundred trillion, and you know, stop judging yourself and get the fuck out there and and start making moves. Now you got the time, you know." And like that resonated with me re- really heavily, man. I, I I give it to him for for helping people to you know kind of just uncover that for themselves yeah to and, follow their um, dreams yeah and and just passion over profit basically and uh, is something that. that i personally live by and it's taking like people o- over profit but that's the same thing I'm sorry yeah 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 just about the same thing and it's just like it it um 
it I cut you off. really Sorry. you're in it. No, you're good. You're in. You're in it for the long term game. That's really what what you got to get prepped for mentally. And I, what I I was just hyped and just ready to start something. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> what that even meant. I'm like, yeah, long term, got it. And then like four years later, I'm like, holy fuck, this is long term. <laughs> but it's still exciting. But it's if you progressively realize how how real it really gets. And um, anyway, started from then. Um, it, it was just that initial hype and I, I hit you up and just out of just, just blitzkrieg, just like, yo, I'm starting something like, I don't know what it is yet, but I kind of have an idea, just like jump in it and, you know, kind of just figure it out along the way. And it literally took, I really think four years to actually figure it out because uh, what it was, was just a huge experimentation process. And uh, we didn't judge ourselves for releasing anything. Nothing we did was ever finalized. And even though it came across that way to some people, you know, we, we just always knew that we we just had to keep moving forward and just release things whenever we could. So people got different tastes of it. People got different tastes of uh, inversions of movers over the years. Um, we were primarily uh, client serviced, and then we were primarily original content ser- uh, uh, focused. Uh, then we were nonprofit focused, and you know, then just festival focused. And now we're in this entertainment conglomerate. So what it did was, and I noticed, you know, now that I, I just had some time to reflect, it was like. Those were all necessary because we tapped into so many different markets and just taste tested so many different things. And the, but what we did though is we kept it all within our own world. So we just were just like basically just uh, the best analogy I can give is just growing into its own Disney. So like if you look at Disney's business model, it's just it is a conglomerate, and it's just I'm not into like you know theater, or even though technically there is you know theater into it, but like we're not we're not doing like shows or amusement parks, but like the way that Disney set up, it's just like co-branded web. It was just I love that. so unbelievable to me, and I actually I think you sent me a, a map of it. I think I was just wanna... about to mention that map. Man. You? I don't know. Holy was, shit! I, I don't know if I did. I don't. I don't know, but I love that map because I think Disney you sent is, like. Me. Two, three hundred different brands or companies. Yeah, you know? there was one from 1957 that I studied at the time, and then they came out with one recently, which obviously has grown significantly since 1957, and it is just wild. But like, it basically yeah. like spider webbed out how everything intertwined, and that's what this all turned into. Is I didn't realize how horizontally that we were building at the time, and you know now that we've you know, we built depth in our relationships, but it, like we were coming out with that. new shit every other week, literally. Like, there's <laughs> a new brand, like from t shirts to uh, characters to, you know, different skit ideas and bringing in, you know, uh, other brands and finding other ways of co branding. It was really just its own world. And uh, it really just stemmed from just, you know, creating an environment that allowed people to, um, allowed people to do that and to do it fearlessly and to have a support group that, you know, was able to, you know, um, just be excited to, you know, see things grow rather than like yeah. kind of be a consumer. And I'm going to use an example of like, I'm a musician. So like, you know, when I play a, a song and I, I record it and I, I send it to a, you know, um, you know, my other bandmates, like we hear the progress in it. Like it's obviously not done, but if we were to release that early on to the regular consumer, they're going to be like, Oh, what is this? It's unfinished. This is shit. You know? So it's <laughs> like, we we were just hyped because we understand the process. So like, you know, I feel like other entrepreneurs were excited for us when we were release things because they saw that it was a, a progress step, you know, versus like some people are like, oh, what is this? I don't get it. And then shut off, you know, it's like, all right, like you don't get it yet. And like, you know, we're still fine tuning it. But, you know, we we knew it was progress every single time that we release something or announce something. And, um, you know, it, it's just grown now into this, you know, giant conglomerate that we're all working together. All the brands within the movers community is 
is, um, you know, just have grown significantly individually and collectively. And that's really what it's all about. I love it. It's, it's movers is its own collective consciousness of different things, you know? It's oh, really yeah. cool. If you want to go deep, we can go there too, man. I know. And I, I know the, the movers logo. I mean, we can, I yeah. should have even put that in there. I love that. You know, there's yeah, a it's, lot of um, improvements, but it's really awesome. It, yeah. Talk about the movers logo. Yeah. Yeah. It's really unique. So like, that's really what it stemmed from. Like, um, I remember walking back from the studio the first time and, me and Ryan just had this mind blown moment and um, we were walking in like literally the freezing cold. Um, I remember it was winter time and we walked like a mile in like our t-shirts. Like we were just like so mind blown. We had to like get outside and like we were just in it and talking and, um, and like it, it just really just stemmed from that, that talk that we were mind blown about was just life. And it, it was just, you know, just how everything kind of just um, spiraled together, you know, and, and that's why we had the, the first part of the logo in the, the they call it a spiral. So it's spiral light bulb, and we, we actually have like a um, we're uh, I think was it patent or whatever trademarked. Um, we have that trademarked is the uh, the spiral. So it's a spiral light bulb. The reason why we picked spiral and the light bulb is I, the light bulb representing a light connectivity and ideas, uh, which is really the heart of movers is just an endless amount of ideas and innovation um, and encouraging that. And then the spiral is basically what you put out, you get back. You know, it's just that that mode of serendipity. The um, I believe it's um, like the Archimedes spiral or something. If you want to like really look into it or something yeah. like that, it's like the geometrically number that like constantly spirals. And it's just, you know, the spirals are everywhere in, in earth and in life. And um, that's what it is to us. It. It's just, you know, here's, here's this life of, you know, endless ideas and um, all working together and, you know, the light bulb also representing connectivity. And that's exactly what movers is. It's just, uh, is that connectivity and, and family basically. An interconnected web of interconnected yeah. people. Oh, yep. It's <laughs> the brand of brands. It's just it's uh, brand of. I like. I like so, brand of brands. That's, that's really cool. I feel like it's easy to kind of think of it that way, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's but, what I we're mean, hard. So like, when, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, when people like join the community, it's like, like, there's movers out there. Like, it's basically just like another word in the dictionary that I'm calling it. It's just like. Like you have an entrepreneur who like, like movers are entrepreneurs, but not all movers are entrepreneurs, if that makes sense. So it's like, <laughs> no, an, entrepreneur like will, an entrepreneur will go out and like, basically it means like you can be self, you can figure out a way to make money for yourself. And it doesn't necessarily sure. matter um, in terms of the definition of entrepreneur. It doesn't necessarily matter in terms of how you're doing it. I mean, obviously legally or illegally um, is, is the only difference. But there's something about the difference that I want to make clear is like a mover is um, is really just building a life around their passion. So it, it doesn't mean that you're not a passionate entrepreneur. It's just like I've talked to entrepreneurs that, for example, are like running you know restaurants and like they had a passion for it at the time, but like really they wanted to be a singer. So like like their whole life, you know, like that was their like true passion that you know they they either regretted later on in life. And actually, it was weird. I, I was just talking to a guy now that um, we're helping build up his restaurant business. And, um, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, you know, I kind of want to like pass this off and like free myself up. And he's, you know, passionate about his kids and, you know, doing flying lessons. And like, you know, he, he's just at that point where like, you know, he's passionate to a certain degree, but like, you know, he, he, he was entrepreneurial. It's just like, he wasn't building a life around his like true passion. And like, wow. it, it's certainly harder to do. And uh, obviously entrepreneurs start things passionately and, you know, uh, a lot of them have that and 
maybe I just, you know, I, I haven't come or met, you know, as many, um, you know, true passion entrepreneurs, but no, it's really just the people that are, are just made a, a living about of what they're doing and really only that. And, yeah. um, and so like, it's hard, you know, like, cause you get discouraged cause it's super personal to you because, you know, it, it's your passion and you put your heart out on the sleeve for, you know, open for vulnerability. And, you know, that's why I, I went in, I was, Amen, I'm a big yeah. perfectionist and, you know, I, I grew a lot of hesitation to put things out there, but honestly having the community, having Ryan next to me and being like, no, bro, get it out there, get it out there, get it out there. Like, stop <laughs> thinking, just go, just move. Helps so much, yeah. helps so much. <laughs> and you just constantly chisel, you know? The, the the best thing about movers and what I realized from these couple of years that you guys have been doing it, you guys have a serious bias towards moving. I can say a bias towards action because as with any <laughs> entrepreneur, you should really have a bias towards action, but like you guys have a bias towards moves and it doesn't matter, you know, what you guys were doing, you know, three years ago or four years ago when I met you and you were basically trying to just bring people together who wanted mm -hmm. to do something they were passionate about. Now it's forming and fully formed almost into what you have it. And it's just awesome because anyone who starts a business, you have to realize it won't be fully formed. Facebook wasn't fully formed. And never. you know, my business have never been fully formed. You start with an idea, you crank at it, you put your, you really do put your vulnerabilities out there. You learn a little bit of humility and you know, you just keep moving forward no matter what, you know, hits you. I'm sure you guys had, plenty of setbacks and you know, oh. we'll push forward with the questions because yeah. we do have the staff best and I'm very interested to talk about that. Yeah. So. We could talk about setbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you're a trainer. We are switching up here, but I wanted to yeah. put this in there because the coronavirus, everything that's going on, you're a trainer. Tell us some of the best ways to stay healthy during this time. Yeah. I'm that that's important to note too. That's what I got my degree in. And that was like a big pivotal point for me was to not go, the typical degree route. Um, I was going to originally be a physical therapist. Um, but I saw my, my time there spent was to learn, uh, health and bring that knowledge to my family and my friends. And so I've kind of become that, that source of information and healing, uh, for those around me. So when this all happened, this quarantine, I really, um, I switched up a lot about myself personally. Um, and I, I did that to be more of a practitioner um, rather than a preacher, um, in the sense of, you know, I, um, actually I stopped all caffeine during quarantine. Um, wow. I stopped eating meat for the first time ever and coming from an Italian wow. family, that was hard for <laughs> my grandmother Come to on, the meatballs. <laughs> yeah, no meatballs. When I had to my grandmother no meatballs, she was like, are you sick? <laughs> I was like, no, it's like this new thing. No, no, like, it's okay. Like, but I know she's talking shit about me. It's okay. Um. <laughs> So, uh, so I, I just wanted to try everything. I did that, and then I just tripled down on eating fruits and vegetables, and um, and I got I'll, actually recently into yoga. Um, I actually I during the first parts of quarantine, I stopped. I didn't do anything uh, physically. Um, I just did those things from a more consumption standpoint. But wow. like I, I realized real quickly that I really needed to move my body again. And so what my mode for uh, healing was uh, walking. I just wanted people to just get out and walk and drink more water and. That's literally like the simplest mode of exercise that just goes over all of our heads because it is so simple, but it's like one of the most beneficial forms of exercise ever. Not only is it meditative and therapeutic, but you're in a low intensity cardio where you're in a fat burn zone. So I wake up every morning and just go on a fasted stomach and just walk. And I lost all of my quote unquote quarantine weight and real quick. And I just, wow. it's a great detox. It's a great way to just get out in the morning and just fill your mind with fresh air. And, um, you know, just, I, I would just 
kind of ideate my day during that time. And I just knew it was, I just felt great. I was doing something good for my body and my mind to start my day. And, um, that really got me through it. So for anyone that's, you know, either on the, the, the other end of it that they wish they did more during quarantine, just start with walking man. just start and like, just drink more water than you even think that you had to drink because there's probably shit ton in your body that I can curse on here. Yeah. 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 All right, word. I'll I'll keep it like that. <laughs> there's, there's a shit ton of shit in your body that you probably had to detox because, like, I know countless people went to just like drinking during this time or just smoking more, and like, I, I did not want to come out of this quarantine feeling any more sick than what quarantine would do to you because, like, you should you are a human body. It is meant to breathe oxygen and get outside and and be social so like true. that. So we, yeah, we um, were and, we were hunters and gatherers, yeah. you know exactly so just get out there just start walking don't judge yourself it's it's going to feel great and it, it is progress just you don't have to beat yourself up in a workout and and judge yourself that if you're not performing high intensity as as that not being a good workout just get out there start walking and it's just the the step the progressive realizations and, and just progress that's all it is awesome awesome yeah i mean i don't know if you've ever heard this and maybe you look into it and, and, you know, shows my beliefs on some things, but I've heard like walking or running or exercising removes or reverses your karma in life. Crazy oh, that's cool. Thought. I read this somewhere and it makes so much sense because, you know, when you're walking or you're running or exercising, you just feel so good. And even after it, that lasts for the whole day, you know? Yeah, that's that's cool. I never looked into that in terms of karma. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll push forward. But for anyone yeah. out there, you know, get up and walk. Listen to this podcast get while moving. you're walking. Get, get moving. moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is one piece of advice you would give to people just who want to start a business in 2020? That question was a little messed up there. Oh yeah. All right. So, um, starting out, taste test. Just try a bunch of shit. Like I, I dipped into like drop shipping. I dipped into stocks. I dipped into like so many different things just to scratch the itch. And I gave myself a couple months with each thing. And you would know. I, I feel like after 90 days of trying something, you would know if it's something that you truly want to do or not. And, and I didn't judge myself for, you know, taking my time to discover and uncover things about that because I took little pieces from each thing that I tried. And also I just learned that language. So like, I know how to talk stocks now with people. I know I understand drop shipping. I understand, you know, all the other things that I tried. So anyone trying to start something like, you know, I mean, that's why I created movers too. You know, you can always start here is, you know, you have a place to taste test. And I, I feel like you have to, you, I feel like you have to go through that phase first before you find something that you're passionate in, or, you know, then you can go back and be like, you know what? I really did like that. You know, I like how I felt when I was studying that or, or uncovering information about that or, um, you know, and, I feel like start with that first, you know, I just love that. Start, start being curious and, and start taste testing stuff. Cause like we have so much information out there. You can look anything up on YouTube and you know, I, I would wish I took my degree money and put it into YouTube university because <laughs> I, I learned so many things from, uh, from YouTube that, uh, it's just, it's priceless literally. It really is. And that's such a good point, man. And I think I've kind of lived my life with that. But again, when I, when I hear you talk, it's, it is motivating even to me because I struggle sometimes with being in my head and, you know, always thinking of the future, but the life is what happens when, when you're busy. Yeah. Life is what happens when you're busy planning. But what you say, it always seems like you do have a bias towards moving towards action. And seriously, man, that's going to get you so far. And I could see it already has, like, we're going to develop into these other questions where you guys started your own concert. And I think it's so awesome for anyone listening. Yeah. Like these guys actually started their own concert and it's just so awesome. It really is. Yeah. But 
that's exactly it. I really like that. But let's push along. We got two somewhat, three somewhat personal questions here, I guess. But I like to ask these things because I like to go deep sometimes. But do you learn from your mistakes? I think sometimes we make mistakes in life. Sometimes we don't learn. But I'm always curious on people's thought process with the question. Yeah. So, um, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, um, I'm a huge self-studier. So I, I, I study myself day to day, um, week to week, month to month, year to year, and not so much in a hard analytical way, but really, um, just like a, an, uh, an era of feeling basically like, um, like I, I can tell you the, uh, I guess seasons where I was, you know, I felt godly and the seasons where I felt you know, less than a grain of dirt, you know, and, um, you know, in terms of, um, just circling back, learning from my mistakes, like, um, yeah, every day, you know, and I, I think it's molded me into just becoming wiser, you know, just like watching and, and, and things go right underneath my nose, you know, like we make mistakes every day. It's like, you know, I, I made yearly mistakes, you know, where it took it for a year for me to realize I've made, you know, decade mistakes, you know, and like now that we're kind of sure. at that age to look back sure, at them. Yes. And then obviously like, you know, weekly and daily mistakes all the time, but it's really just, I, I've learned to just focus on the day itself and just um, really just making it that the best day, you know? And it's just yeah. like one day at a time, literally. I mean, like it's always going to come back to like these classic things, but like until like you go through enough shit, then like those like cliche things like really resonate more than just like, Oh, I heard that like one day at a time, obviously, you know? So it's like, I've noticed that too. It's like, I've totally obviously heard all these things before, but (laughs) now I really understand. (laughs) They get deeper every single year, man. It's crazy. It really is true. But I I like that. And I, I also reflect and I suggest anyone reflect, but obviously we have some young listeners, but for anyone in their life at any point, you know, you do have to look back and, you know, sometimes some things suck that we fail at. And it, you know, my first major failure, I was, I didn't touch another entrepreneurial project for like nine months, maybe even a year. So, you know, there definitely are setbacks with it, but you know, that comes and, you know, you learn from the setbacks and then five years later you say, wow, I'll never have that type of setback again because you, yeah. know, you can't sit on, you can't sit on your hands as an entrepreneur. Your hands always need to be doing something. You need to be doing something. That's how you become successful. You know? Yeah. I think it's just another tool in the toolkit. Now you, there was a mistake and you know, now you, you know what to do and what not to do next time. And you're just sharpening it, sharpening it and sharpening it. And you know, your awareness raises and you, you know what to do and what not to do. And, and then, uh, you just absolutely make better decisions. Exactly. And that's, that is life in it in itself. But, yeah, um, yeah, let's hear one of the happiest moments of your life. That's cool. One. Uh, when I first <laughs> read this, my, I, I have a lot of happy moments, which is cool, but the like, first, the first proud moment I'm going to say, instead of happy, my first proud moment was, um, it was actually where I finished this one tough mutter in college and it, it wasn't so much that, you know, it doesn't sound like, you know, huge to people, but like for the time, for the mental state I was in at the time and for what I felt of putting myself through the training process and like uh, during that time in my life, I like I was on it. I was on everything. I, I was I, I was 100% in everywhere of my life, my mental health, my physical health, my relationships, my my grades, everything. And um, I, I volunteered for eight hours that day to help other people out. So I'm, they put me on the last obstacle, which is the huge half pipe that you have to run if, if you, so you're, you're at the end of the race, you just went through a bunch of barbed wire fire and shit and you're just shot. You're late. Your wow. quads are seizing up, just 
walking now. And then you have to run, sprint up and, and climb this half pipe. So I'm catching dead weight at the top of this half pipe for eight hours. I got people wow. from all shapes and sizes, like barely making it to the top. And I'm just in there like grabbing hands and, and yanking. So I had eight hours of that. And then they were like, all right, like, because you guys volunteered, you can run the last heat. So I'm like, oh shit. Like now we got to fucking, now we got to run now. So the first thing they, they put you through is they call it the shriveled Richard, which is, <laughs> which is an ice bath. So it's, I thought it was hilarious. It's like you jump into this ice bath, you have to climb, you know, swim underneath this, this thing. So you, they force you to fully submerge and then you start your race. And boy, did that wake me wow. up. Like, my nervous system was so shocked. It took away everything from the eight hours. And then at the end, uh, I, so long story short, I go through everything. It's the last thing. So now I get to the thing that I volunteered at. All I had to do was hop this little, I'm telling you, like two foot looking fence thing. And my quads seized up because I, they were just so oh, okay. shy. I must've been so dehydrated. I lift my leg up. I like seize up. I couldn't even stand up. Lucky enough, a buddy came over. We, they like, you know, like kind of like massage my, my quads out. Um, and finally made it up this thing. And I just remember like, climbing up there, uh, sliding down the other end, getting the metal and then just sitting on the bus home. And like, I was just like, damn, like I'm super proud of myself. Like just for like, not only that like day, but like the months beforehand of preparation. And I think like, I, I always had that. that moment because like, that was a big moment for me. And like, yeah. um, it was just like, it, it, I always recall those feelings of like, yo, like, remember like how disciplined you were on your diet, on your workouts, on in, on your schooling, like just go back to that phase. And like, you will be so fucking shocked of like how much you can accomplish. And it, I, I chase that feeling more than ever now because I, I, I took it for advantage. I took it for, for granted, you know? And, and now I think just really recently, honestly, it's just like, yo, just hundred percent everything. Like take it seriously, man. Like I got one of these, like, stop fucking around you know like so go, go chase that proud moment again and <laughs> and that that was one of the happiest for sure all right we gotta wrap this podcast up because i'm gonna just go and you know chase my dreams i feel like you're just pushing <laughs> me man <laughs> no but seriously that's i really like that because bro it, it just shows a lot about your character honestly because you know you push through that persistence you didn't just give up on yourself you know you had your friends around you which describes a lot about movers and you know what you're doing is you know people over profit you really are building a group of people that are into doing things that they love. And, you know, when you do things that you love and you're passionate about, you get those videos that you've created, you get stat fest, you get a oh, lot yeah. of these people doing really cool things together. And just yeah, really man. awesome, man. Really awesome. Yeah. I like that. Um, you're a talented entrepreneur. You're doing very cool things with movers. You had done another website back in the day. I forgot what it was. It was a health company though. I tried to help. Yeah. You with that. Yeah. That was um, what do you see derailing your plans in life or with movers? It's a tough question, but it's good to look at the negative sometimes. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I read it wrong when I, when I first was looking oh, okay. at this. Um, I think th this is a good question. <laughs> Hold <laughs> well, on. Good. Yes, no problem. No problem. What really, I, I think, I think derailing myself is, um, let's see. I yeah, think I let what, myself. What would, take, what would take you guys off track? That's uh, I don't know. In life, or even yeah, even with yeah. movers, or or either or or both. Yeah, I I think some shiny things I get distracted by. You know, like you know, shiny you wave stuff. Things. Yeah, just like yeah, like I I really but like it also stems from like my excitement for new things. Um, but I I can bad, see though. where. Yeah, right. It never turns out bad. But like, for example, like when Fortnite first came out, like I definitely shouldn't be 
playing Fortnite when I had a business. Bro, I was, you know, I so was it was like that eight hours yeah. a night. I <laughs> didn't like, care. That was addicting. It didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> man. I let myself really get addicted. But like, I feel like I've really um, detoxed myself from a lot of my addictions um, this year. So I'm, I, I, in terms of derailing, I feel like first, if I can, I, I feel like I have a set business operations down. Um, I mean, the only derailing thing would just be, you know, self-discouragement and self-doubt. Um, but wow. other than that, I, I really don't think anything can come into my path that I wouldn't be able to waver at least a little bit, um, at this point. So, yeah, yeah, no, I, I like that on two angles. I mean, you didn't say the addiction side, but I think vices, even if we use that word, sometimes can get there you the go. best of us. That's a I've good word. Seen, yeah, I've seen it sometimes in my life, you know, whatever your vices are, even drinking caffeine, you know, are you drinking caffeine because you want to or because you have to? And if you have to, you know, it's questionable. And to me, I probably have to drink caffeine. I could quit. But in my mind, I just drink it because it's that habit. But it's those things outside yes. of our action, you know, because we are habitual human beings. But yeah, I like totally. it, you know, because if you guys continue doing what you're doing, there's not necessarily that something's going to derail you. I just like to ask the question to see where people go with it. It's always interesting. Yeah, because I mean, I thought, you know, something like this would derail us, you know, in the state of the world that we've seen in the past six months. But like, yo, we're all we all came out. All right. You know, like, you know, we're, we're still up and moving and. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm knock on wood for those that, you know, had, uh, you know, go through some struggling times, but like, you're still breathing, you know, like it ain't over yet yeah. you know, until I see all Bro. black, you know, <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're still Bro. good, you know? No, that's so true. It, it, that's the crazy thing with life, isn't it? Like, and it's, it is one of my regrets in life is looking back at the end and wondering, and a lot of people do it. I've read a lot of biographies, looking back in your life and wondering is all the work you put into your work and your craft and your skills, was it all worth it when you're 85, mm-hmm. you know, on your deathbed talking morbidly here, but it's so true. And you don't know until the end. And that's yeah. why going back even before what you said, give it a hundred percent every day because you know you're not I, guaranteed tomorrow. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Yeah. And you know what? It's interesting. It sounds weird, but I, I practice dying every day and practice in the sense of oh I, I sit down, I sit down, seriously, try this. Sit down and get into like a, a semi-meditated state, and then in your head, be like, "All right, I'm. A, these are my last three breaths. What does that feel like?" So I, I put wow. myself into that state. Like, what would that feel like? Like, I don't want it to shock me later in life. You know, like I, I don't want to fear that. You know, so I'm practicing now. Of like, it sounds crazy. It sounds like no, you know, no, kind of crazy, time, crazy, like, crazy as the human yourself. construct word. Yeah, you know, like it's just I'm thinking preparing. about even doing it now, like. If I was to take three breaths, I would become so much more conscious thinking, you know, if these are my last three breaths, I would be so much more conscious to this moment. Yep, exactly. And it always brings you to the moment, always like, you know, like, you know, this year and and we'll talk about, you know, the festival and stuff like, you know, it easily could have put anyone over the edge, but it's like, all right, like I got three breaths left, you know, is this gonna, am I going to let this get to me? You know, like, does it matter in those last three breaths? Does it really, you know, like, what am I, what am I looking for? What I'm trying to feel? And. And then, I don't know, I, it really humbles me and grounds me and, and gets me into, uh, um, you know, just a more, um, you know, in the moment state. And that's, that is the key. And I'm realizing more, I've been reading so much freaking philosophy. If you like philosophy, Modern modern Man in Search of a Soul by Love it. Jung, Jung, it's a crazy good book. But it really, the present moment is all we have. Our thoughts are in the past or in the future. So, yeah. you know, do something in the present. And you say that so much. 
And truthfully, it motivates me. And that's why I do this podcast because everyone I talk to, it's, it's always such an interesting dynamic, you know, but yeah, really awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. You get, right. I'm, I'm jealous to get to hear it from everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. And I hope you guys, you guys definitely one day will start a podcast. You, you guys are in entertainment. It would only make sense if you guys did it in a more unique way. I know you guys will think of something very creative. You know? own way. Something might be. Cool yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. I want to be on it. All right. Whatever it is. Oh, get of me course, uh, you know, it. you know, you heard it here. <laughs> cool stuff. Cool stuff. Um, let's push along. Is there something yeah. else? You would love to do any hobbies you enjoy outside of movers. I was curious, even for myself on this question, what do you like outside of movers, even outside of exercise? What do you like? Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I left a little bit here in this because I'm like sitting here. I'm like, damn, like I actually, I turned a lot of my life into movers. So, <laughs> oh, God. so what, now I'm like, what is outside movers? But I, I, two things came to mind. Um, One thing I really enjoy longboarding. It, it's a, awesome. uh, I don't even view it as a form of exercise as much as it is just a pure enjoyment. I love getting on the board. I love just kicking, cruising, and putting in some music. Mm-hmm. And I love it like late at night when like 1, 2 a.m. Sometimes I get a craving and I just want to go out into the world and just cruise at night knowing that everyone's love asleep it. and I just have the world there. Um, and then another thing is um, I want, I've recently been like – I've been like kind of – I, I want to scratch an itch for singing. I don't know why. I mean, I'm in wow. a band, but I don't the, sing. Yeah. You know, so it's like recently, like I've just felt more comfortable to and like singing for me is like, for me personally, is like one I embarrass my, I make myself embarrassed because like I'm a perfectionist and I don't have it. But like recently, like the group of honestly the, with my band friends with a Z, um, they they just make me feel super comfortable and to like just try and like we try each other's instruments and I'm just like you know what like. I can hit a note and I, I feel like anyone can learn anything. So like, I feel like if I can, if I can conquer that, I, I feel like it's also just metaphorically for me, just like being able to vocalize myself and like get over this tight throat, you know, and, and, you know, basically like holding back words and, you know, opening up basically. I feel like if I, wow. if I get out and singing, it's also just a symbol for like, all right, he, he's, he's out there. He, he's, he's letting it all out. You know, he, he's not afraid anymore. I love that. Yeah, no, I really like that, man. And something I'm looking to do, I don't know if I'll actually do it on my YouTube channel, but I want to do like 100 Days of Fear. I don't know if you ever saw the TED Talk, but every oh, day you do oh. something that you're scared of. And dude, when the other qu- there's a quote for it. It's like, if you do things that scare you, uh, being scared will surely disappear or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Facts it's so that. true. But I, I love that with singing. Yeah, I think it's um, uh, it's my new compass is fear you know like people kind of get away from it but it's like all right what am i afraid at and what am i who am i afraid am i afraid to to talk to this person you know whether it's a a girl or you know a potential business um opportunity or uh you know what what am i fearing right now and it's like you just that's my my guide you know like what am i afraid to do today like fuck i gotta do it like (laughs) that's what i gotta do today you know like whatever instead of like sitting there be like oh what do i do today i don't know and like get wrapped up in that it's like all right what am i deathly afraid of right now like i'm gonna jump right into it okay right just do that and like i I think it would be over easier but i don't know it's been helping at least the past year is when i noticed you know let myself um be helpful (laughs) yeah wow I like it. I love this conversation. I might mark it in here as one of my favorite conversations because you, just, <laughs> oh, you got my like my blood's like you know racing. I love it. It's really cool. That's man. it. Man. And now I'm excited because yeah. 
I, I did personally have the chance to be one of the first investors in Staffest. I don't know. Maybe I was broke. Really? I didn't have the money. I don't know what it was at the time. This was like a year and a half ago, I believe. Maybe even two years ago, right? <laughs> it was last September. No? Um, it was a year. It was a year. Year. Okay. So Staffest, I'll give a brief introduction. You'll obviously talk about it. It was the concert that Movers um, did last year. Super awesome. I didn't have the chance to go, unfortunately. I believe I was out of town. Um, let's talk about Staff Fest. Yeah. And I'm curious, I, I guess, is it happening this year virtually? I mean, it is September, so I don't know. Is it postponed? You know. So actually, funny enough, um, we have a um, – well, we postponed the live event. Um, we had to make that decision in June of this year um, uh, to next year. So it was just a, just a okay. uh, plus one. Yeah, so we just moved yeah, that sure. one to next year. But we do have um, a live Staff Fest coming up. I don't know when people are going to hear this, but – um, October 4th is a virtual stat fest that we're doing with a lot of the local bands from stat fest last year. Stat fest they'll, hear that, yeah, they'll hear that before. So anyone who is listening now, which is oh, legit, like 22% of you seem to get to this 40 minute mark, go check movers out on Instagram. You'll see, follow them, follow their, uh, concert that they're about to do or their, their virtual thing. I cut you off there, but yeah, keep going. Oh yeah, you're good. Yeah. It's, um, virtual stat fest, um, stat fest stands for summertime all the time. It's our, uh, music festival that, um, turn into honestly, dude, like in terms of branding, it's more of a pineapple festival than it is a music festival. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pineapple stuff so I'll, much. I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. I'll explain the reason behind that too, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I can talk about it now, right? We're talking about Staffest. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And then let's merge the other question. I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Trying to bring it all together. Uh, Heck, yeah, how was the first event? And I unfortunately, like I just did say, I was out of town. But yeah. tell us what it was like creating, developing, and hosting your own concert, man. Like, wow, yeah. that is so, so cool. Yeah, it was from the moment where it, like, it was as casual as, hey, like, do we want to host a, a music festival in our hometown? Like, <laughs> just like kind of looked at each other, like, be those dudes that did that. And uh, uh, at the time, what really got us to that point like we've always loved the name summertime all the time um and we wanted to bring that feeling wherever we were and a music festival was the perfect you know place to do that um and so we created stat fest as t-a-t-t-f-e-s-t and i remember drawing the uh well what made us confident to to make moves towards it was uh we felt that we had everything lined up we've ran a couple of bar crawls at this point in our career um, with We Are Good Friends is another brand of ours that we used to run bar crawls all over Long Island and even into some colleges and stuff. Um, and so we had a lot of event experience and uh, we understood what it took to sell tickets. Uh, so we're like, all right, we got that expertise down. We have a whole community of people now with the movers community. Um, you know, really the only thing is, is, you know, what we need staging and, um, you know, just, you know, money <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So, um, we, at this point, it was November of 2018 and, uh, we came across Viper studios out in Holbrook here in Long Island. And we were like, holy shit, like he's got a mobile stage. Like this is the last piece that we felt we needed. And we talked to him and he took us, you know, into his space and, you know, kind of opened up his space up to work there. And, you know, we just got ideating and we saw it as possible and we're like, all right, like let's set a date and start making moves towards it. So we drew the logo. I remember that December. Uh, it was a pineapple with sunglasses, and then freaking nine months later, we had we had our big old baby, <laughs> and uh, so and uh, it was just cool to see that process of, of like literally nine months, dude. Like I remember like drawing the logo in December, and then like 
standing December, I mean, September 7th, like in the field of like people that I was that's just, an all, that's a all, yeah, that's an all shocking moment. It's those moments in life where it's like, I, I cliche again, but they take your breath away a little yeah. bit, you know? Literally. Yeah. So but yeah, the, the event was amazing, dude. Like, so like the timeline of it was just like, so like what it's like, is just like, it felt, it was, it was challenging. It was challenging. It wasn't hard. It was challenging. So it was like, like starting a, a music festival with no essential background or like no pull in the music industry, no, um, you know, big connections for you know, money or sponsorship or anything like that, which is really what it takes to put a festival on that size. Um, and we had close to 2000 people, if not more, uh, show up and, wow. um, it, it was just, it, everything was new and it was just a learning curve every single day. So it's like, normally like you go in a job and like, you have like two weeks or like a month of training and like, it's kind of frustrating. Like this was like that condensed into one day, every day for 283 days. So it was just like, it was exciting and scary at the same time. And it made or break a lot of people, you know, we, we saw yeah. who, who could kind of survive those pressures until the end. But, um, you know, it, we, we fundraised at the start, you know, you heard our pitch at the start and, you know, when yes. you start something that never existed before, also at a time that came out as a very controversial documentary called fire festival, it was very hard. <laughs> to, that to is true. Like, hey, we want to host a music festival and then like every I never thought that though. Because yeah, you guys, that was you guys one. aren't like you guys aren't like, like that. I probably I probably screwed with you. No, on that not at all. I, I was like, bro, you guys I'm aren't not, like I'm that. Like, I'm know? not. Yeah, I'm like I'm not Ja Rule. I don't have a private island. I'm not investing <laughs> millions of dollars in this thing. I don't have Kylie Jenner. Like, shut up. Like, I'm fucking hosting it as like basically like a block party in Farmingdale. Like, chill. <laughs> yeah, but. That's so- that helped. So, I mean, we had to go through that turn. Like, I had a fundraise. We fundraised close to uh, uh, 40 grand uh, to be able to kickstart it. And that was not uh, everything. So, next go around, we're definitely going to fundraise everything up front because cash flow is one of the biggest things in the festival space. Amen. Um, cash flow. Learn. No, cash flow is everywhere. Yeah. You need it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but when you're relying on one day that is nine months away from you, and you're well, putting in all of your time and energy and yeah. praying that even something like rain can affect you. Like, oh, God. You're, you're freaking out a little bit. So that's really true. Man. Anyway, so I bet, like, that's so cool. You have that, ex- you have that experience under your belt, man. It's going to come again in a year from now. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And going through that, like, it, it taught me countless lessons, um, taught me how to manage a team, taught me, you know, the benefits of online marketing and branding. Um, and those are really unique thing. Like, a lot of pivotal moments. Like, it almost didn't happen five times. Like the first start, I remember this is a big story. Like we had like $10,000 check ready to put down on this one venue. And that was the deposit for the place. And we, we walk in there and uh, the owner of it was like, so, you know, we're here to talk about this, uh, this car auction going on in September. I was like, wait, what'd you say? Car auction? I was like, you mean music festival? He's like, music festival. Oh my I was gosh. like, car auction? He's like, music festival. I was like, I'm looking at the two guys that were agents at the time that we were going through. I was like, you didn't fucking tell him that we're having a music festival and I'm holding a $10,000 check right now that I fundraised to put down on your fucking venue. Like I was, I was mind blown, dude. Like this was months of wasted time with these pricks and no name sent, but like, it was just sure. ridiculous. Like they, they were clearly like out it for just like a quick cash grab and like, they would really fuck us over. So like, you know, it was just like that moment was like, damn, this is going to be real. Like if, if this is the start of this journey, 
like it's gonna be fucking real. So like I remember sitting in the car at Ryan, we're fucking pissed. And I'm like looking at him, I'm like, yo, like what like let's stop like we, we got our frustrations out and I'll save the vulgarity for another time. But <laughs> we we finally calmed down. We looked at each other and we were like, Who the fuck are we, bro? Like, do you want to do anything else in your life? And he was like, No. And I was like, we're fucking wow. movers, man. Like, we got to go out and, like, prove shit, you know? Like, let's get the fuck back out there. So we we were parked at the end of a block at that one moment. We put it in drive. We went straight back to the office, and we were just fucking – that mindset, like, it was exactly what we needed. We needed to feel that punch in the face to, like, just, like, yo, fuck you. Like, I'll show you, you know? And we took that so energy true. and throughout the whole process. And there was other moments like that, you know? And, like, we kind of, like, sat back down again. We're like, fuck, again? Like, you know, running out of money, you know, there was countless times where like, we almost couldn't make a payment because artists had to get paid, you know, you know, four times up until the event. Like we were literally just trying to plea and be like, yo, can you wait until the event? Like when we know that we can sell beer and shit. And like, they were like, no, it's your first year. Like, we don't trust you. And we're like, oh, all right. So opened up like a bunch of credit cards, you know, I probably put like 20 grand into it myself. And like, just like, it just had to do what you had to do. It did not even matter. The whole goal was to just have the day. It didn't even matter what we made, what we didn't make, who, like, it didn't matter. It came to the day of, and it was just like, we had to prove ourselves to show that this was possible. And luckily enough, the event was phenomenal. People showed up. They got to see all the different types of creativity that we put throughout the day. And, um, you know, just like, and just the accomplishment of having it. And I remember, um, not your normal festival, but continue. Not your normal, not your normal. We had a, a DJ dome. We had, we rented out this, this soccer bubble, um, we had a whole DJ set up in there with lights. We had video game center. We had yoga there. We had a whole, um, our brunch for VIP. That was all vegan. Uh, we had vegan food trucks. We had, uh, uh, barbers shout out to the Holy black. They, they came out there with their barbers, giving free haircuts. Um, and like, it was just a sick day. Like everyone just showed up. I remember like, I felt so cool. Like I had a security guy with me and like he, he was scrapped, you know, and he was like, yo, Matt, like anytime you got to move cash, let me know. Like, you know, just give me a hint. Don't look at me in the eyes so no one knows. And like, I was like fucking secret agent shit. Like, it was sick. <laughs> I was just like collecting like wads of fucking cash and like putting in like my dad's truck in the back fucking room in a safe. And like, just like, oh, it was, it was so cool to feel. And like, I remember like security guard looking at me. He's like, yo, like everyone's, you know, kind of smoking pot. Like, is that cool? I was like, it's going to make your job easier because everyone's just going to be loving, laughing and eating and have a great time. He's like, you're right. And I was like, all right, let it go. And like, <laughs> really like, say anything around that and like the security report came back and they were like this was the best event we ever did we only had wow. one person we only had one person that just like fainted because she was dehydrated and we had an ambulance on site so that she got fixed up right away i saw her part i parted with her until the end um and then like that was literally it like the report back was like like there was no casualties like maybe parking was a little bit that was just the venue but like we had literally uh police come and they were able to guide us like halfway through the fest and they were super cool um so shout out to uh nassau county for that and um and then i i just remember like 7 38 p.m i'll never forget i dropped my last trash bags because i was running like a chicken without a head the whole day just like trying to make sure everyone's having a good time and like first time like like we've run events but i've never run events with hundreds and thousands of people you know like yeah, it, it was like way different so like i had my my experts in place i had people that have run large events you know they i've had a guy uh mike that you know runs the santa cons on long island and oh, you know, wow. so I, had, I had the guys there you know but like still the day of it was just crazy so i dropped my last <laughs> trash bags and i look up and like i saw like countless people look at me with like the face of like 
finally he's done. And like people rushed over the amount of beers that were given to me, food, like just like getting loaded up. And like, I swear I was carried to the stage and like this boy needs to enjoy his fucking night. And, and wow. I just got drunk instantly because I didn't eat anything. <laughs> I just enjoyed the last four hours and saw the foozies. And then I remember sitting there at like three in the morning, like on the bench being like, Holy shit. Like it's gone. Like it, it happened. Like <laughs> you did it. Like and that, that is a sick story. There is not a normal day. Usually when you are sitting down with someone who has run a concert. So oh, that is cool as heck. I can't oh, wait to cool see problem. the next one. I know the connections, the people and everything is you guys have so many connections. So I can't imagine what next year is going to be, but wow. Yeah. That is awesome. We're gearing, up yeah, for, yeah. we're gearing up for 10 times the size. So get ready. Oh man. That's going to be awesome. Honestly, man, please like whoever's out there, God, whatever you want to believe in. I hope this can actually like, you know, <laughs> yeah. come out because like concerts, yeah. Not yeah, being a yeah. thing right now is kind of insane. Yeah, so we, we took a pivot on that. You know, we were keeping the brand going. We came out with our own Statfest beer now. We had a pineapple beer made by Dude, Anthology. when do I get that? I saw that. I saw yeah, that. How do I get a beer? I want a we're, beer. We're, we're giving out giveaways, man. We're, we're going to be giving right, them out, cool, and, um, cool. you know, we'll, we'll be able to announce that. And cool, cool. So we're just keeping the brand alive. And I just want to make note of that, too. Like, um, you know, we're, we 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 had to look at the the beast as all right. We're not. We can't compete with other music festivals. Like we don't. We just don't have it. We don't have the capital. We don't have the branding. We don't have the you know the experience. So we had to look at it and be like, all right, we're not going to be competing with other music festivals. So we had a Blue Ocean a little bit. I don't know if any of uh, people know Blue Ocean, but it's basically like you just love kind of just you just create your own your own market. Like basically what Netflix did to Blockbuster, and we like um so we're like all right, we had a Blue Ocean this a little bit. We're not going to be a music festival, we're, but we're going to be the best fucking pineapple festival you will ever see or hear about <laughs> in your life. So like, in terms of like music festivals, like if I were to say Staffest is a music festival, they'd be like, "All right, like I've been to Coachella, like that is a fucking music festival. This was like, a, you know, something in a town in Farmingdale, you know." But like, if sure. I say like, "Yo, I'm hosting a fucking pineapple festival," people are like, "What? Like you got the Fuzzy to be at a pineapple <laughs> festival?" You know what I mean? Like, it just like changed the perception, and that level of branding helped us so much because we turned a commodity of a fruit to be the status symbol of our, our whole brand. So now like we still get Snapchats and DMs of like anytime anyone is eating pineapple, it does not matter anywhere in the world, they tag Staff Fest. And that's like really creative. And like where I want people to think too is like try to get to that level, like whether it's verbiage or, you know, something like that, like do something that is an everyday thing for someone and then you be that brand. Like I, we want, you know, like anytime yeah. anyone sees a pineapple, they're going to think Staff Fest, you know, and it, whether it's a music festival or not, like, we're still going to be thought of, you know, and, you know, it's so just awesome. thinking that level. So it took a lot of creativity that for next, that. And yeah, because no, like, yeah, a lot of you guys made different videos for it. I remember receiving random videos in my Instagram or I don't, maybe it was on Snapchat too and seeing it on Facebook, the way in which you did it to build up that anticipation. Yes. It, yeah. it does stay in the back of your head. Like you really do think of it like that and you're still branding it like that. And, Truthfully, I'm, I'm, trying to clap over, I'm trying to clap over here because oh. it's, it's really cool and it's cool that you're sharing that with people in the sense that like, hey, do it fucking different. Like be different, make a move and, you know, you never know where it's going to really end up and it looks like it, it can end up well as long as you're you're actually trying to prove yourself. And that was another thing you said before, which is so true. I think a lot of people try to do things, but in the end, they're not really like 
so hungry to like prove it is going to work out. Like if you have that grit to actually see anything through, you will be so successful in life. There are yeah. so many people that don't want to see it through, you know? I mean, and, and do it now too. Cause in terms of timing, like do it as soon as possible, because if we didn't make that decision, then look what happened the year after, like the whole industry shut down, wow. you know? So like we True. didn't, if we waited one more year, it would have never been a thought in our heads to ever produce wow. anything along those lines. And that is such an important brand, not only for ourselves, but for all the local musicians and artists, like it's a platform for all local talent. Like that festival is built off of the community and, and that's exactly who we're going to be riding up with and giving back to at the same time. So it, it's just, you know, it. do it earlier than you think. Yeah. Do it now. And, or, you know, don't do it at all, honestly, because it's, yeah, your tasks yeah. only build up as the years come. We are yeah. going to go over that hour. I hope you have like an extra, you know, 15, 20 minutes. We have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Questions. We can, we can run through these. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, so like, yeah, let's, let's push on. We're, we're going to do different. We just heard about freaking creating the most epic concert ever. And it's going to happen again a year from now. So make sure you're following oh, yeah. movers on social media, but, uh, and for everyone on Instagram, because I will have to chop this up, uh, go to YouTube. Listen to the rest of this. It's going to be good. We're getting real deep with these questions. But oh, to become the to become the person you want to become, do you have to give up the person you are now? Oh man, I love that. <laughs> one. I feel like yes, I this feel is like my I'm, favorite question. I feel like I'm a, a new. You're a new person. I feel like every month, dude. But like back <laughs> to the year, it's like definitely different versions, different shells, and like oh yeah, the person I want to become is is still yet to come. I I think I, he's getting there. He, he definitely like took like a, a more decisive decision this year on that path. And, and I think 10 years from now, he, he, he's going to be, he's going to be where he wants to be. And, but then 10 years from then, he's going to say that again. So <laughs> I guess it never ends. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. It is, it is somewhat of a cycle, but I like that. And that's, that's true. Like you, you do, there's shells to it. And I don't know you could see it like a snake as well. Sometimes you have to shed that outer layer, but the insides yeah. are still the same, you know? Yeah. Um, what motivates you to work, to get new clients, you know, create new moves? What's, what drives you to do that? Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) It's deep. I I go, I go deep, but you know, what do you got? I wonder if I, like, I feel like there's like stages. Cause like, I think of these questions of like, and I ask myself like, what motivates me? And it's just like, I think I'm past the motivated stage, you know, like motivated is like when you don't want to do something. So like, I think like I found something that I want to do, even though like, 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 I know I just want to do this, like whatever this is. And like, it's nothing specific because I do a bunch of shit. Like, but basically it's like, this is just what I want to do. So it's like, I don't need motivation anymore. It's just like, I need, like in my head, I just need discipline. You know, like I'll always like, like I'll always look at myself as like, all right, like I could have done more here. I could have done more there. And, you know, I can cut back here if I'm taking it seriously there. So I guess I, I'm past the motivating part, but what initially motivated me um, was the idea of um, just the lifestyle of making choices when I want to make them. And that's just the definition of entrepreneurship is, you know, like you obviously grind and, but like the fact that I can come home and help my mom with groceries, you know, like that little moment right there. And like, it just means a lot, you know, you look back and it's like, you know, if I worked, uh, you know, for someone else or a nine to five or something and like, I wouldn't catch those moments. I would never see them, you know, like yeah. even though arguably I, I rarely see them now, but like it's on my choice, you know, like 
I, I choose you. to do that. Sorry, Mario. Like, I choose not <laughs> to see you right now, but I swear I'm going to get you made. I'm going to get you the house. Like, let me just get out there. Let your boy play a little bit. And I'll come home with, with a nice dinner. I, I swear. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've met your parents. They're, they're both very awesome people. Oh, uh, they're, they're, they're the reason why. They're, you know, I, they yeah, it's very true. I'm still working out in my basement right now, man. Like, you got to do what you got to do. So, like, they're, it's they're so hosting me up right now and just, I'm saving and, well, actually not saving, I'm investing everything I got. But, good, you know, good. it wouldn't be possible if, um, you know, if it wasn't for them. Like, the fact that I can come home to a meal and, like, just not be judged where I go out, like, they're, they're, they're the real movers. They're the real MVPs. So, <laughs> shout out to, Sound Diane. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um, that's so cool. Very cool, man. I like that. I like your perspective on that. And you know, for people who are listening who need that motivation sometimes to work, I get it. But what Matt says, I think I might have realized that maybe like it could be this year or maybe the beginning or the ending of last this year. year. Yeah. But motivation it, it doesn't last, man. And that it's so true yeah. how you're saying that. Like it is the discipline that's gonna see you through at the end of the day. It's that action. And it doesn't matter like what's going to motivate you to get into that action. You just need to continuously be acting upon certain things yeah. in the direct, in in the progression of your dreams. Like success is the progression of a worthy idea. That's all it is. People cloud it yeah, with man. everything else. But if you're progressing towards a worthy idea, which you guys are doing something really cool, and I can't even imagine what it'll be five years from now, um, you're progressing towards that, wow. and you're progressing towards that ending. I love it. I love progressive realization. Those are my favorite words ever. <laughs> yeah, for, those are cool words. So true. Yeah. Progressive realization, man. But yeah, where do you see yourself in ten years? Where do you see movers in ten years? It definitely is a tough question. But you know, do you see it somewhere? I mean, no one knows what's going to happen in ten years. Yeah. Let's be honest. But you know, what's what's a little vision? Totally. So uh, personally, in ten years, I'm I'm at a, a performing at my best self. So love um, it. Yeah, you know, I, I see, you know, like I have my business under control. I understand time management. I'm in the best shape of my life, super healthy. Um, I would imagine I'd be with, you know, a lifelong partner at that point um, or at least ready to. Um, and you know, I, I just feel like I would have things under control. And, you know, obviously there, there'll be challenges year to year. And, you know, we go through, you know, phases, um, you know, or seasons, I should say. But like, you know, I, I would I would be fully operational and, and the business would be self-sustainable, uh, not only for myself, but for my friends and family. Like I, I want I only want my friends and family. I only want to work with them, you know, so, you know, luckily enough, I'm a friendly guy. So I got open arms. I'm willing to make new friends. So <laughs> I'm not cutting anyone off either. You know, it's just like, you know, I, I, I want to be the reason why, you know, I, I got to free them or, you know, just like I know myself with money. I know myself with energy. And it's very, very giving. So if I just had more of it, then more people get more of it too. So um, I mean, I'm getting so much of your energy, right, man? I think even <laughs> at one point when you were saying stuff, I was getting goosebumps, like to the slightest. Like it's, it is crazy to hear your story. Oh man, I appreciate that. And then, um, yeah, and I guess the movers in ten years, it's just going to be an empire, dude. <laughs> this thing is going to. I be, love it. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, to, I've, I've always tried to to pick to pick into it to try to fit my puzzle so speaking put fit my block yeah. into it in some some way and, and it will it will come i, I know yeah. i'm not gonna force anything and obviously we, we really haven't met up i i want to say it's probably been at least a year and a half since i've seen you maybe even two years um yeah so we'll have yeah. to meet up we'll, we'll definitely meet up for something oh, at some point sure. you know for social sure. distancing of course people yeah. to keep your six feet or your two meters if you're you're somewhere else <laughs> oh sweet. yeah global <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, let's let's push along. I know you're a busy man. Um, and I guess this is a perfect thing. And your mindset, I can see, is awesome because you're you're looking ten years in the future and you're excited to see who that person's going to be, which is so so awesome. Uh, how powerful do you believe your mindset is on your success in life and business? And I feel like this is such an easy question for you. <laughs> oh, facts. I mean, that that's everything. I mean, you feel yourself like when you're in a bad mental state, you don't want to do shit. You don't even want to brush your teeth. You know, I've I've gotten so to that true. point where like I didn't even want to shower. Like I've been on the lowest of lows. Like I didn't want to do anything. And like I I never. I also made a promise to myself to never return to that state again. And I built up with the tools, and it's become increasingly harder to get to that state again. And that's a great thing because I, I don't, I don't wish that upon anyone, but you know, I, I'm glad I went through my lowest of lows and I'm, you know, grateful for the people that are around me to help. But like, I had to do that myself. You know, that was me. I pulled myself out of that. And, you know, people got to realize that too, is that when you give other people, you know, or other things, you know, power over you, then you rely on that, but you got everything, Amen. In you. you got everything in you right here. And like, whether like, uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And I, I will pick up a little bit on that because I just have yeah. to, but you have to rely on yourself at the end of the day. It, it's kind of crazy, but everything is temporary. Like, and that, that is something to really realize. And I feel like, you know, the man in the mirror, like that's such a big thing. It's, it's no one else. It's, it's you against you from yesterday. Yep. Like that's it. That's how you're living. I guess, I, I guess that's the motivation, man. Like I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, all right, you're fighting yourself. from yesterday. Yeah. Like, all right, man, Literally. let's do something more crazy today. Yeah, than we yeah. did yesterday. <laughs> Stop being lazy. Stop like, like whose thoughts, like why are you limiting yourself, bro? Like, you know, it's that it. other version of myself that is self doubt. But like, those aren't even my words, you know, like no, someone, no. I came across a great form of inspiration recently. We had a new guy on the team, Darvis. I want to shout out to him. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal graphic shout designer. Out to Darvis. Most yeah, motion graphics, videographer, all around creative person. Um, you can find him on Instagram too. And um, we just started a, a little trial period, just ready to work together. And um, he got to stay out uh, by us in Long Island for a little bit. And we went out to dinner one night um, just to, you know, dive in. And um, he was like, you know, we shared stories and we both came from, you know, deep, dark places as motivation for us to, you know, um, just be light in the people's worlds. And grave advice he gave me, he was like, anytime that you hear those thoughts, ask who put that there. So anytime that I say to myself, like, you know, oh, like, don't do that. Like, it's too too much money or too expensive or, um, you know, it, it, whatever, you know, you won't be able to do this, whatever. Like, stop and create the habit of asking yourself, like, who put that there? Who put those words in my head? It's not like, you. It's not you. It's that's, not me. That's, that's so beautiful. That, that's crazy. That is, yeah. I love that. I will, yeah, I will man. take that with me too. Take that, sometimes man. you do I've have those thoughts. Really, really try to remind yourself that every day because like I noticed that too. It's like kind of out of sight, out of mind. But like every day lately, I've been like able to say it like once a day, whether I need it or not, just to like embed the habit into it. And it's just like, yo, who put that there? Like that wasn't me. Like whoever said that to me, like fuck out of here. Like I'm, I'm doing something else. You know, like I'm, I'm going on with it. And oh man, it helps a lot. So thank you, Jarvis. Yeah. Wow. I really like that. That is, that's probably one of the best answers to that question. Thank you so much yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll switch gears a little bit because you know, everyone struggles, but what is yeah, your man. biggest struggle as oh, one of the founders man. of movers? Holy shit, dude. All right. Um, I trying to, um, 
uh, organize. <laughs> There's so much. And I'm struggling with organization oh too. God. We really got to sit down on that. I swear, like, yeah. I, I want to sit down with like a mastermind of people and just be like, yo, here's the 27 million things I'm doing. Yeah, Please yeah. help a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think because like I can see in UT down, like we get really excited for like, new projects, and like I think that's also like a bit of like an ADD thing. I will give it to having ADD. I will give it I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but like I get I love I love the initial excitement of things and like I'm I've learned to like finally like get into finalizing them. Like that's why maybe it's taken me this long, but like I also don't regret it too because like it opens up so many different avenues, meet so totally different groups of people. You know, like I'm not judging myself for that at all, but um my biggest frustration is like when I don't have a good organized control of things and not in like, um, you know, a tyrant type of way, just like, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, um, at least within movers, which is basically just a business of businesses. So it's like you owning multiple businesses. Um, and not to say that they're my businesses. I just want to make sure that everything works together. So it's just like, you know, constantly putting the, you know, new cogs into the machine and then constantly oiling them and making sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. This is one of my favorite conversations, but I like that perspective because it's true. At the end of the day, that is so true. And even with my businesses, you have to put the cogs together and your, your example is so true. You have to oil it every day. And, you know, sometimes you're not going to have enough oil for that day, but you know, the next day you pick it back up and try to solve that challenge. Yeah. But then we're, Funny enough to even add more cogs when we don't have enough oil too. So <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you're just dried up, and then you, then you got to hit the whiteboard again. But I mean, you know, yeah. it's you just are moving. You're moving. You have a bias towards action. Keep that. Keep that passion in you. And yeah. I can't imagine what you'll be in five years because look yeah, what man. you've done in four. Like I can't imagine what the next five are going to bring for you. Yeah. Um. But here's our last question, and we'll try to wrap it up rather quickly because we are a little okay. over. But what is your big dream? What's your end goal? I know you're doing cool things with movers. What is holding you back though? And this, this is a, uh, Peter Thiel or Elon Musk thing, but you know, I, I try to live by this, you know, my 10 year goals, how do I do it in six months? What's holding you back from doing a 10 year goal and shrinking it down in six months. And obviously the one main thing is organization. I struggle with that as well. And I can see that being one of your answers, but yeah. how, How can you shrink that down? What do you think you could do to take 10 years and crush it to six months? Wow. It's a tough question. It, it, I, 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 I like, the, I answer, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to answer the first part first. I, th- I think you said, what is your big dream? Yeah. Again, yeah. Yeah. That one. I mean, I, I think about this too. I'm not a big dreamer. Um, I have my cousin for that and I really like his dreams. So his dreams are <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I, I just help execute on them. And luckily enough, we share the same interests, but it blows Ryan, my mind. Right. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, shout out. I, Ryan I might, Kostelny. I might have to. Tr- yeah, I might have to try to get him on. I, I hope. I, I don't know if the conversations will overlap yeah. in a way, but maybe I'll try to get him on. You want, you want to talk big? He, he's our, he's our, uh, visionary. This kid is is just. It blows he's my mind, man. And, and growing up with him, we always, you know, me in our own little worlds, our own little games and, um, videos, and we we would, uh, man, this kid is the definition of creativity, and, um, I've absorbed that. But I'm, I think I've become more of like operational, you know, take his ideas and, and you know, we help bring it to life. And, um, you know, so like, but in terms of like, you know, I'm, I'm living my dream right now, man. Like, you know, the, it's just, just chapter, you know, four of, you know, 
20, you know, it's just, sure. yeah, I'm just almost there, you know, and the ultimate dream is just, you know, obviously just, you know, more self-sustainable and whether it's in the form of money or whatever, you know, I'm not even going to give money the power um, of, you know, um, you know, being the reason why we're not where we are because anything can yeah. happen, you know, so there could yeah. just be a, a person that just loves the mission and wants to give. And, you know, we, we take that same energy and give it, you know, and disperse it in our own way, you know? So yeah, uh, it, it's really just, um, uh, just that. And then what's holding me back from accomplishing my goals right now. And you can think on that. I want to add into what you're it. saying. And I, and I even see it just in you, like you're, and it, it's a cool way to live. You're someone who looks at yourself and you're kind of just trying to build that, you know, better person because we all, we're not, none of us are perfect, but we all every day are trying to be better and, you know, just prove to ourselves that we can be that person that we want to be. Cause we all have ideas of who we want to be one day. I mean, we're, we're young, man. We're, we're still developing our lives out, but I just really like that. It's, it's motivating to see. And the money thing was even so true. Cause sometimes, you know, is money deserving of you? Sometimes people shout out like to getting, try to get a goal and it's based around money, but like at the end of the day, the money, is it deserving of you? Because what you have to do to get it will probably kill your ambition for it. You know, mm. it's kind yeah, of facts. And it's really just an energy, you know, whether it comes it in the form of, Hey, someone can just give me everything tomorrow. I believe that, you know, Seriously, I'm on that. And it's so and true it's like, because what you're you doing know, is cool. Like why wouldn't <laughs> someone want to, like if they knew your mission, they resonated so broadly with that. Like it's, here's a million dollars. Like I'm a billionaire. Here's a million dollars. What does that do to them? Nothing. Exactly. So it's really just more so of like not saying that you're deserving of that as much as it's just thinking that way because then you get to wake fair, up and fair. be like, anything can happen today. I can get a text right now. We, You can get a text right now that would change the course of your fucking life. So like waking <laughs> up and thinking that every day, not expecting it though, just, you know, understanding that it can happen. It. You know, I think that's yeah. the difference, you know, don't expect it to happen because like don't expect anything to happen. You got to go out and make the no. move. The universe is only going to give to those that it, it sees as making moves, you know? So like that, that's another thing. I guess I'm here. Cre- create something here. You know? Yeah. You have to like, do something for gotta, nature. <laughs> it's got to help. The whole, exactly. It's got to help the, those help those that want to be helped. Basically. It's like, you know, the universe yeah. is going to look at, you know, you and be like, yo, this kid's grinding. Like, you know, here, yeah. here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. And, so and, true. um, and looking that way, but I still sidetracked myself from what's holding me back. I saw, I, my goals. I mean, I, well, <laughs> No, that's good. I mean, what can condense into a shorter time frame? Um, I really think it's just uh, getting as many people on the same page and realize it all at once. It's basically like oh um, no, pause. Hey. That is so true. That is so true. You yeah? get so, so many people. Cool. On your page. Like, that's so true. I love that. Yeah, it's Keep like going. I'm sorry. It's like yo, like I no no. Let's talk about it because it's like yo, like you don't want to work this part-time bro you don't want to work that part-time all i hear is that you want to sing that you want to start this business you want to do that it's like all right is that really what's holding you back like can you like like hold off for like a month can we just all like go at this all together at once and just see what that looks like you know and like i really gotta say like i've really experienced that in this past month right now and that's why i'm excited to talk at this point um rather than when you first reach out to me earlier in the month sure. Uh, I think I told you that's why I wanted to push it to yeah, this thing because yeah. I, I knew things would be going. It seems awesome, man. Seems yeah, because it's like I finally got a taste of that and um, it took some money out of it. But like it's more so like everyone's on the same page and we all are on the, the, the in the same boat, rowing to the same speed, to the same rhythm, in the same direction. And it is 
it's vigorating, dude. Like, it, it like, then more motivation too. It's like I, I'm not even motivated myself. I'm motivated to to keep them around because like I love their energy and like that's a selfish thing that I want to do. Like, I love their energy so much that I, I'm selfish in the sense that I want you around me all the time for my entertainment, <laughs> my love. You know, so it's like if I gotta pay you to do that, bro, then like so be it. Like, I'll find a way to make that happen. So, yeah. um, it's just that. That is, that's absolutely what it is. It's just because I, then we could all do it right now. Like we, we limit ourselves like, Oh, I'm not going to do that for money. Like, unless I get paid or unless I get this or unless I get that. But like, you know, obviously those are forms of security right now, but it's like, technically, if we all agreed to do something, we could get things done in a snap. You know, if everyone collectively believed that they could just, you know, go and end world hunger, we could do that right now. Like in a snap, we just get people on the same page. Like, you know, collective and, consciousness. You, you collective, need a collective yeah. consciousness. And I think yeah. it's it's finally it, it's growing into that. And this year was a huge exposure to that. And you know, people are getting on the same page with things. And you know, I'm I'm really excited to be at this age in this time experiencing this right now. <laughs> that is a perfect ending to this podcast, bro. <laughs> thank you so much right for your man. hour and sixteen minutes. Like, thank you so Dude. much. Like I, I learned so much. And I, I, like... myself, dude. I really like the, <laughs> the way the questions were laid out. I think it really helped me uncover things. I don't get to talk about myself too often. And this was a great awesome. opportunity to do that, Dom. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. I mean, so yeah, wrapping up, uh, did you give them your own ads, your own YouTubes for like um, the, yeah. all, the other 6% are listening? Seriously, these people like they drop off at like this yeah, yeah, minute it's... mark, but you know, <laughs> shout it out for the people that listen. Yeah, yeah. It's um they can follow me at Maddie Movers, M-A-T-T-Y underscore M-O-V-E-R-Z. Uh you it would be hard not to find me if you follow movers because I'm in a lot of skits. So um, yeah, 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 just follow that. You know, you can catch us on every platform. Yeah, very cool. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. This will be out next Friday, or I mean when you guys hear it, it'll be out. So <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. And uh yeah, thank you so much. Keep moving. Let's go. <laughs>